welcome. I was, see, I was gonna try not to sing in the beginning, but welcome. You already did it, so just keep going. Welcome to just a little pod. Welcome where we talk about stuff. I was trying to find something that rhymes a pod and I couldn't think fast enough. But welcome to our show. But I'm sure. Y'all like my shirt? Tori's yes. gonna put a clip. My shirt has some. What are they called? Uh, pom poms. Pom poms. Yeah. And it's very fun. Yes. So. Very summery. It's very cute. Love it. Yes. Love it. Love if you it. could just imagine, if you're listening, just imagine it's a white shirt off the shoulder mm-hmm. and it has a ruffle and it has pom poms on the end of the whole the whole way, front to back. Yes. It's giving fashion. <laughs> yes. Um, welcome to our show. We're back. It's been a while. <laughs> Where have you been, Toria? You know, it's just been a lot. Um, my mom has moved to Houston, so I've been helping her with all that. And then I forgot my charger. So it's just been a lot, you know, but we're here. It was all her fault. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. By the way, um, my AC is broken. And it was like, when I left work today, it was 100 degrees. And I wanted to... In your house? No, I'm sorry. My AC broke in my car. And so it was 100 degrees. And I wanted to peel out of my skin because of how hot it was. I was like, I need to go. <laughs> like, I need a, like nothing was working. Not even like my my wind uh, my window being down. That didn't even help me. So, but it was the worst. Welcome to Houston. <laughs> Welcome to Houston. But yeah, that's what's going on. What's going on with you? <laughs> school uh, yeah I, I gotta do a training for work because my rbt is expired so mm. i have to take the training all over again mm. and it's 40 hours yes mm. 40 hours i have to do it all over again and then i have to take the exam all over again Ooh. Because I didn't work like from like March of last year until last what month is it? Until last month. Okay. So I hadn't worked that whole time because pandemic. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, I'm not going to work. <laughs> I'll just go to school yeah. and get my education. education. So since I waited all that time, it expired and so that's what I have to do. So on top of schoolwork, I have to do that mm-hmm. and go to work. So, but luckily, I don't work full time. So yeah, because I don't know how people work full time, mm, go to school full time, take care of children, marry, and cook, clean. No, I'm not yeah. doing that. Nobody got time. <laughs> so I said, give me my little three days. That's enough, so I can do my homework and I don't go crazy. So, exactly. Okay, That's what management. I've been doing. I'm going out of town next week. Yeah. You don't even know where I'm going. I do. <laughs> I know you know. It was supposed to be a joke. You see how no one you see how no one gets my jokes? I have a you know, that's a running problem with me. I tell jokes and people just the, the funny part say, is I was going with it. I was going, I was anyway whatever (laughs) I'm excited about that when I get back I'll tell y'all where I went but I'm very excited about that I'll be gone for like five days so yes vacation I love it can't wait uh I'm gonna cry I'm gonna cry 
just now I'm gonna cry. But Aww. it's gonna be happy, happy cry, happy time, and fun. Yes. So that's what I'm excited about. I just want this week to be over so it could be next week and I can just be like, skedaddle. Right. Peace out, Texas. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going anywhere in Texas. I'm going out of state. Yeah. Toya just told a part of my business. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I could have just acted like I was going to Galveston, but no. Sorry. <laughs> Next time you go somewhere, I'm go, I'm gonna rat you out. That's okay. But I didn't say what it was. I'm just so. kidding. I'm just kidding. Just, I am no the worst. Beginning. I am the worst. It's no, you're not. It's just no, it's no big deal. It's just funny. Because I'm like, girl. <laughs> No one's supposed to know where I'm going. Now they know I'm going somewhere out of state. <laughs> I could have said I'm going to Cyprus. Oh. <laughs> you don't want to know where Cyprus, Texas is. If you don't know where it is. Yeah. God bless you. You suck. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, we, over the weekend, Ronisha and I went to Howdy's Homemade Ice Cream. Yeah, it was good. So it was lit. What did the kids say? Lit. Yes, that's what the kids say nowadays. It was lit. It was tasty. The cashier was talking our heads off, but it's okay. Yes, it was. She was having a good time. She was very friendly. She was talking, telling us stuff that we didn't ask, but you know, cool. Yeah, and I love that they give. small cups like it's like really small like you can only put just one scoop in there because Mm -hmm. like I'm not the biggest ice cream eater so um I love that they do that you know um and the environment was very nice it was cute it was kid friendly very much so um so yeah and somehow adult friendly in a way not adult like that but like there was like seats for adults and like mm-hmm. stuff on the wall for kids. Like, you know, yeah. it wasn't just totally kiddie vibe. It yeah, was a good mix. Yeah, it was great. So go to go to Howdy's homemade ice cream in Katie. And uh I was gonna say tell them tell them we sent you, but they they don't know who we are. We didn't we didn't like say, hey, we're just a little pod. I mean, we're not we're not on the map yet. So so yeah, if you yeah. if you tell them we sent you, they'll be like, who? <laughs> I don't know them. <laughs> so, so um, oh, there was a bug. What? That scared me. But anyway, um, so uh, before we get into the topic today, I also wanted to do some church announcements. So if you haven't already. Make sure you follow us. <laughs> follow us on social media. Um, we are we have a Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And just all you gotta do is just type in just a little pod and we should pop up. So follow us there. Um, we're on Apple Podcasts. Woo! Finally. And um, and so yeah, we're basically on almost all of the podcasting networks or, or services so um just follow us there subscribe to us or follow us whatever um and the beauty thing the beautiful thing about apple podcast is you can uh give us ratings and you can leave comments and feedback and all that um so far we have five out of five so shout out to the four people who voted or who gave us our ratings yes wow. yes Thank you. Yes. I would like to thank the Academy <laughs> yes. for my five-star chick rating. Yes. Thank you. And also shout out to um, Problematic Podcast because they left us a comment. So lovely. Thank you. Um, and yeah, so just follow us on all the podcasting services um so you can stay up to date and um you'll get notified when you get a new episode and um check out our website just a little pod.com 
and also uh we also have a tiktok too so but we don't use it that much um but sometimes you get a random moment of that so yeah just follow us on those things and you can follow us personally um we'll also leave that in the description box but follow me toria j follow ronisha underscore ronisha and uh yeah that's our church announcements and check out see-through podcast i did an episode with lance um, where we talked about dwarfism so show him some love and yeah that's basically all the church announcements that i got did i forget anything Ronisha? did you say spotify yes we're on spotify yes spotify apple google podcast anchor and there's another one and i forgot the name but we're we're on a all of them all of them if we forget them they'll be in the description so you can in, find them in the description <laughs> if, no. you, if you make beats and stuff uh and you're listening to our podcast send us some stuff so we can include it in the the intro so we don't have to hear my singing every time so toria can sing with the beat or that too, if you know, we could do either or. <laughs> With some auto tune. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's you me. Need it. <laughs> no, but you're probably right. I do need it. <laughs> you know, everybody got their gifts, and that's not mine. So, what's but your gift, Toria? My gift is, I think, I don't know. Sometimes I think I'm funny. I'm like, okay, I can do it. I think that's a little do bit. Do people of a- know you do improv? I don't think so. Oh, the list, or is that a se- is that a secret? No, I don't hide that from people. Oh, but, well, yeah. you have to be funny to do improv, so. Yeah. Oh, they'll probably be like, "Girl, why are you here?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be like, "Ma'am, I'm gonna need you Sam, to find." I'm gonna need you to find something. This is not it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes you can you have you ever thought of knitting like they would probably just have help. you ever thought of just like sitting outside and staring at the grass <laughs> you don't have it yeah and i i am in level four of improv so I'm and how many level levels are there five okay so what that mean yeah and i got an improv scholarship so you know i'm pretty so, funny guys <laughs> What that mean? I'm I'm hilarious. Freaking hilarious, guys. So if you didn't know that that's a fun fact about me. So um, so that's my gift. But um, oh yeah. One more thing. I went in on Khloe Kardashian. Uh Khloe Kardashian can suck it because <laughs> what can she suck specifically? <laughs> <laughs> That was a dirty joke. I know. I was like, you my, know. <laughs> my favorite kind of joke. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, she's she's janky. So if you want reference, just search Chloe Kardashian um fat shaming and you'll know what I'm talking about. And basically, people need to mind their business and also understand that people be poor and people don't have the ability and people don't have the same can you um explain for the people that don't know yes so basically oh yes basically chloe kardashian was on an interview with some guy i've seen his face before but i don't remember his name i'm assuming he's like a self-help type he's a nobody well yeah (laughs) and so um basically she said in the interview or the clip that was going viral is that um she was saying that uh you know there's people who are sitting on the couch eating Haagen-Dazs making excuses implying that they're lazy 
um, you know, like she was like, you want to blame everybody else except yourself, blah, 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 blah. And it was very on, much. On what? Huh? What is she talking about? Being She was talking about, um, I'm assuming, because it was just the clip that went viral. I'm assuming she was talking about her, because uh, she used to have a show called, um, oh, freaking A, it left my brain. But she used to have a show where basically people would lose, it was like revenge, revenge. Like a revenge body or something? Yeah, like people would lose okay. weight and as like a sense of revenge or something. So it could be like that maybe- try to get their ex or somebody back that cheated or whatever or something. Kind of along those lines. And be like, yeah. oh, I'm skinny now. You want me now. Yeah, kind of along those lines. And so it could have been that kind of conversation or they could have just been talking about her fitness journey because um, I know she talks heavily about that. But the clip itself was going viral and that's the part that everybody gets to see is um so yeah she was just like being like the whole clip she was just shaming um she was just shaming people for their weight and um I was like saying in the TikTok I was like you know it's not cool for her first of all she has a lot of nerve to basically imply people are lazy and making excuses and all this other stuff she has a lot of nerve when before she became as famous as she became she talked a lot about her insecurities, about her weight. And so it's just like, how are you, like you used to talk about those things, right? And then two, ma'am, you are blaming a whole group of people without understanding that people don't have the same access as you do. There's people, so this is the sociology mind coming out of me, where I'm like, there's people who live in food deserts ma'am like there's people who do not sure, know that is what's I a know. food desert a right. desert with food no yeah like there's people who cannot afford to even get to a grocery store nonetheless you know like have a grocery store or whatever right um and like there's people who don't have access to getting food there's people who don't have the time to get food because they're working um and so like mcdonald's is the quickest and easiest thing to get or fast food um, in general. Right. And then it's like, and then there's people who are physically not able to go to a gym or like, you know, like gym equipment is not accessible. Um, they're like, I can't use majority of the gym equipment that's there. And so that's why I don't even go to the gym. And so if so there, so it's very ableist to assume that somebody's being lazy because of their weight or whatever but it's like people don't have the, people don't have access to the same things you have Chloe and, and like, she's had a lot of surgery so who's to say exactly she dieted and exercised no girl you right a, and, a nip and a tuck and that's what I'm saying and that's the point it's like girl you have all of the things you have people who make your food you are you have a surgeon <laughs> First of all, you have a surgeon to get you to the shape you want. Then you have people exactly. to help you maintain. Exactly. Nobody got any of that. Nobody. Like, people are poor. <laughs> and so that's what I was saying. I was like, her statement was very classist. It was very ableist. And it was very fat phobic. And I just, I just wish people would, I just wish people would, like, um, understand that it's not, like, it's not, you really should just mind your business. Everybody does not have it the same way as you do. And um, you need to be mindful of what you say about that. And Ronisha is back. <laughs> and so, um, but yeah, I just wish people would just mind their business and yeah, and just hush. Mind the business that pays you. Exactly. Okay, so I just wanted to talk about that real quick. So add that to the list of problematic things that this family does. <laughs> I don't like any of them. I know. Um, so, okay. So to the point or to the main topic at hand, um, I should probably, yeah, I should probably add a trigger warning. Um, 
So we will be doing a bit of history lesson in this episode, um, but it's going to be a, it's not going to be so much, oh, it'll be a combination of like learning some things, but it's also going to just be a conversation. I kind of want to get my thoughts out and, um, and want to share some insight on some things. Um, so the trigger warning here is we will be talking about um, like police brutality, um, racism, ableism, um, things like that. So just your little forewarning. Um, and yeah, so, um, so lately or recently, um, I found out that um, Emmett Till, um, the, the young boy, who was brutally murdered um, in the 1950s. Um, He's brutally murdered by some white supremacists um, for allegedly whistling at a white woman. Um, so yeah, his he's kind of popped up on my radar recently. I mean, I knew he was, of course, but he popped up again because somebody talked about how he had a disability. And I was like, huh? Excuse Say what me? now? Say what? I did not know I that. know that either. Yeah. And so, and the wild <clears> part <throat> about it is, um, so like, I think in high school, I did a paper on Emmett Till. And I remember like, they never said the words disability in his story. So that's why I was like, I was kind of shocked. But then I was like, how come, how come nobody said that? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, he had a disability. So of course I went down that rabbit hole to kind of dig some, or go deeper into that whole thing. And there's been some nuggets that came out of it. But uh, before we get to those nuggets, I just, again, want to go deeper on who Emmett Till was. Um, so um, like I said, he's a, a young black boy um, in the 1950s. And um, he was, um, he's actually from, I believe, I, I thought I wrote it down, but I didn't. Um, but I believe he was from like Midwest, I believe. Um, he was not from the South and he had family in the South. And so his mom sent him to Mississippi to hang out with some family and um, things like that. Uh, mind you, he's not used to like Jim Crow South at this time. Cause you know, in the South, everything was segregated, you know, blacks only or black people here, white people here, you know, that kind of thing. And it was, Mississippi was, I mean, all of the South was bad, but I think Mississippi was known for being like terrible. Um, and so, yeah, so there was rules and laws put in place that black people had to follow. And you gotta also remember this is a child, so, you know, he's, um, he has a child's mind. He's oblivious to a lot of the stuff or gullible to a lot of the things. And so, um, so yeah, one, one day in August, um, he and his cousins went into a grocery store that was ran by a white family. And uh, the white woman who was, I guess, manning the store at the time. Um, her name is Carolyn Bryant. Um, she was in the store and it was told that Emmett whistled at her and whistled in a way where he uh, was implying that he was trying to like, basically like cat call, basically. Um, which in the South, big no-no, you know. First of all, black people at the time, they couldn't even walk on the same sidewalk. It, like if a white person was coming and, and a black person was on that same sidewalk, they had to like get off the sidewalk to let the white person go. Like that, that was a law. You couldn't look a white person in the eye. You couldn't, you, you know, so there was things that were put in place. And so for Emmett to whistle at this white woman, that was like a big no-no. And it also kind of goes into this conversation about like the topic of false accusations of like sexual assaults against, you know, between a black man or black child and a white woman. 
and but that's a whole nother conversation. Um, but anyway, so it was said that he whistled at her and she told her husband and her uh, brother-in-law and the uh, husband and brother uh, went, kidnapped Emmett Till and basically brutally murdered him and um, yeah, and killed him. So um, it's really sad. It's really a heartbreaking story, um, but here's the thing or here's the kicker. Um, so all the white people involved, they got off on this. They were found not guilty of the crime, which is With no all white jury. All white jury. And they literally came up with the, <clears throat> the verdict in like less than an hour. So not really a shocker. Um, and the, here's the kicker though. More than 60 years later, because Carolyn Bryant is still alive. She admitted in an article that she lied about the whole thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. She lied about the whole thing. And here's another kicker about Miss Carolyn Bryant. She apparently wrote a book about this whole situation. And she's not releasing the book until after she dies. Simply because she doesn't want people to come after her. Who's gonna come after her? We already know you lied. Well, there might be some people who want some revenge, who knows? <laughs> I mean, but, what's some more revenge to already know that you lie? Like, what else? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, listen. I don't I, see the point. I just don't understand. I feel like that's very much of, of a bold thing to do for her to write a book about the whole situation. Like, Who's going to read that? Like, nobody cares about what you have to say, ma'am. And I feel like if somebody wanted to do something to her, they probably would have by now. Well, I mean, true. Unless she's like so, a protection program or something. What's, what's, what was the reason? What was the reason? But I will say, Carolyn Bryant, I hope that every time you go to sleep that you are being haunted and tortured. He, she is. Yeah, because... I, I believe she is. That's why she's still talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I hope that every time you flip a page in a book that you get a paper cut every single time. And it's a paper cut in the same spot every time. Because you did this. You did this. You okay. did this to me. Right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, she admitted that she lied, right? Okay, here's where we get into the disability. So Emmett's disability seemed to have been erased in a lot of history, like a lot of stories. Um, I did see in a couple of articles that people mentioned he had a stutter, but they did not associate the stutter with a disability. And that's probably why a lot of people didn't know he had a disability, right? Um, Including me. I knew he had a stutter, but I didn't know that that was considered a disability, right? It is. Right. I know that because I went to school. I I learned it in school. (laughs) There you go, right? (laughs) But I didn't know that before I read it in a book. Yeah. And so so I went deeper into it, um, to the research, and he obtained the speech disability because he, he, um, he, uh, is it contracted, I guess you could say, contracted polio. And at that time, polio was pretty rapid at that time. Um, and so- Rampant? The- you mean rampant? Rampant, my bad. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> was running rampant. There you go. Um, so yeah, so um, it, was going, it was going crazy at the time. And, uh, and at the time, it was not considered a black disease. And so it was literally called the white disease, okay? And you wanna know why it's considered a white disease? Why, Toria? I guess, racism is something else, man. Okay, so, um, okay. So basically polio, or with the polio um, pandemic, I guess you could say, or epidemic, they were convinced that black people were rarely infected with polio uh, because they weren't seeing people 
same black people being treated with it. But the reason why is because um, during the Jim Crow and segregation era, it led to this idea that they were just less susceptible. But in reality, physicians and scientists found out that they just weren't being treated. They just hmm. weren't treated because segregation says, if this is a hospital, a white hospital, you're not allowed to come here. And how many black hospitals were there? Not many. Zero. <laughs> yeah. There was black people who had to go to like veterinarians just to get like their teeth pulled and like, yeah. So, <laughs> because people weren't, you know. And the white doctors that, um, the white doctors was like, I'm not working on a black patient. So because of the, the constant racism and segregation and all that, Black people weren't being treated, which leads me to this one point. So put a pin in that. Um, COVID, right? Um, people are like, mostly Black people, right? In this case, Black people are like, oh my gosh, I remember the Tuskegee experiment. I know how Black people are treated in the medical system, blah, 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 blah. I'm not taking the vaccine. You should not be worried about the vaccine. You should be worried about if you catch COVID, will you be treated? Because... Oh! Yeah. Because <laughs> you are not a priority. You are not a priority. Okay? So you might want to get that vaccine. I don't care if it's 2021. Did you know that um, even to this day, like they did a survey on like medical students mm-hmm. and they said that like the majority of the medical students, which, you know, statistically are mostly white. Mm-hmm. Um, also because of racism, but anyways, yeah. um, believe that black people do not experience pain mm-hmm. the sa- at the same rate as white people. So yep. if you say you're in pain, nine times out of 10, they're not gonna believe you. Nope. They're gonna think you're on drugs and you want pain pills. Mm-hmm. so what what are you talking about go get your vaccine dummy yeah. <laughs> yes just get your vaccine because I can tell you now statistically you are you will be less likely to be treated um if you get COVID and have to go to the hospital because like, I literally it, think oh you're black so you're a quote-unquote strong black person mm-hmm. so you can't experience pain that's why that strong black stuff is not good because people exactly. think we get hurt and we get yep. shot and they're like, oh, you're fine. What? Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're not trying to push you to get, I mean, we're not trying I, to, yes, I but am. we are at the same time. I am. I am. Yeah. Uh, I am. Yeah. It's like I am, but I'm, it's like I'm not going to you. Yeah. It's like I'm not going to trip you. <laughs> yes. So, um, but yeah, it's in the text. If you don't believe us, do the research. It's read a book. Like, yeah, that's what people think. So if you think you go to the hospital and they're going to believe everything you say. Yeah. No, that's mm-hmm. not a thing. Yeah. So there is that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that's why a lot of people believe that polio was not um, a thing in the Black community, which led to a lot of Black people having polio and not being really, not getting the treatment that they needed. So in Emmett's take, case, um, he, uh, he contracted polio and he survived it, um, but he experienced a post-polio symptom um, and that was the speech disability such as stuttering. Um, so yes, and his mom, which I found this out when I Googled it, um, and it was in a book, so I want to buy this book. But anyway, his mom, Mammy Till, uh, taught him to whistle. This was what blew my mind. She taught him to whistle to like as a coping skill, like whenever he would get in his um, moment of stuttering over his words, she taught him to whistle to like, you know, basically so- slow him down into, you know, it was a coping skill, basically, um, or management skill, so to speak. And I was like, oh, interesting. And then another nugget is that um, they uh, family members have said that 
oftentimes when he spoke or said certain words, it sounded kind of like a whistle. And so, um, so yeah, so I thought about that. Um, so I was like, that's so interesting because- but that's interesting because then the lady says she made it up, so. Right, and it's, so it's interesting. So it's either that he probably did whistle, but it was, she made it seem as if he was willing or whistling, yeah. um, you know. He, she, he probably wasn't even looking her way or anything. Right. And then on top of that, he was an outgoing boy. So, which is another thing, Black kids specifically, Black kids don't have the opportunity to be like joyful and like outgoing and stuff, especially in a racist society. Um, and so being joyful, having a disability, those combinations of things is seen oftentimes as a threat. Um, and it's, it really sucks. And so, um, so yeah, uh, Lord, I lost my train of thought. So yeah, I, I was just thinking about that. And like I said, it led me to some other cases. Do you remember Ronisha? Um, it was a few years ago and it was a boy who had autism. Oh, was he a boy or was he a person? A person who had um, autism and he was like a Latinx person and their um, it, their behavioral therapist was with them and it was a black guy. And the police came oh, and- they shot at him. Yeah. And the guy okay. was laying on the ground like, don't shoot. Right, right. So with his hands up and they shot him. Right. But he didn't um, die, thank God. Right, he survived. And um, so I thought about that because somebody mentioned their names. And I was like, oh my gosh. So the questions, or not questions, the thoughts I've had is like that intersection between being disabled and being black or a person of color. And how oftentimes like, cause I know with that situation and then I, there was another situation that I saw recently. It was a, a young person who was in the passenger seat of a car and they were, um, they were deaf, but they got pulled over and the police is trying to talk to them and they can't, like, they can't communicate because they can't, you know, hear what they're saying. And the, you can hear on the video that the police is getting agitated. And, and so I think about like, be, so being black or being a person of color and being disabled it's like, obviously those are two barriers, but I just, I think about how, like, that's a double whammy of being, you know, at risk of experiencing police brutality um, and violence and things like that. You know what I'm saying? You, you get where I'm going with that. Um, and so, and like the fact that that behavioral therapist was trying to defend this person with autism because you know everything around them was probably super overstimulating um and then and the police not really getting that or understanding that you know what I mean it's just kind of I don't know it just forces me to think about these things um so it, that's why I was I wrote in my notes I was like it's important to acknowledge those intertwined oppressions um because you can't if we're trying to get rid of these things like if you're trying to get rid of racism, you can't get rid of racism, but ignore the other stuff. Like, you know mm -hmm. how you, you know how you hear people say, like, when we talk about Black Lives Matter, we have to talk about all Black Lives Matter. And like, oftentimes yeah. people leave out, like, they leave out the LGBT community, for example. It's like, you don't, you know, you can't say you want freedom for Black people, but then leave out all right oh, <laughs> not you <laughs> right you can't do that makes no sense <laughs> so we have to acknowledge everything else um and also i wanted to talk about why, why are we erasing disability from black people's stories like harriet tubman had a disability 
But nobody really talks about that. What was it? She had um she had, she got seizures because she got hit in the head with like some iron or something, and it caused her to have seizures and uh, dizzy spells and things like that. So um so she had trouble uh, when she was you know doing the underground railroad. She would uh, sometimes fall into those uh, dizzy spells. And I never knew that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, like I said, like we talked about the last episode, Simone Biles has a disability. She has ADHD. Um, apparently, Sandra Bland had a disability. I don't know what that is. Let me go- do a quick Google. But um, Sandra Bland, George Washington Carver, Audrey Lord, Maya Angelou, or Angelo. Solange has a disability. She's ADHD. Okay. Never knew that. So it's like, why are we erasing that, Renisha? Why is that like a thing? Mm, did they talk about it? Uh, they they thought they threw out some ideas, but I want to hear your thoughts. <laughs> um, just, that's my thought. Like, did they talk about it? Is that why? Oh, you mean the people? Um, yeah, the people okay. that have it. Did they say anything about it? Like, hey, I, this is what I have. I know Simone did. Right. She did. But the other people, like, hey, I have this. I, I know. I know Harriet Tubman, because um, in a lot of her, a lot, a lot of the writings and like biographies about her, they do mention the. Uh, the situation with the dizzy spells and things like that, but they don't use the word disability um, or saying they don't use they don't say that she was disabled. And I personally, um, my thing is because people aren't always educated in like what is considered a disability. And yeah, what maybe they didn't. Maybe they don't know. They just think it's like some kind of ailment or something. Right, and so it could be that. Um, so. Let me do, like I said, I'm just doing a quick Google. And then I know with Maya Angelou, she didn't say she had a disability either, but she, I mean, it's known that she was um, mute for a good chunk of her life, or as a child, I should say. Um, and so, yeah, so she, so that part of her story is known, but again, it's not considered or it wasn't talked about as a disability. And it could just be because people at the time wasn't educated. Yeah, that was back in the day. Right. Yeah. Um, But I feel like now we should probably lift up those people um, because representation is good. And so um, having that representation in the Black community, seeing these people have a disability, is very important and I also made a note to myself that black people in general when we have a like if we notice when we have a family member that has a disability we oftentimes shut them out we usually like keep them hidden like you know that movie soul food yeah and and um one of the characters was like uncle somebody and he was locked up in his room all day. Yep. And like that's that is common. Like black people do that. <laughs> they keep their they keep the disabled people away a lot of times. Or if they do, they don't say that they're disabled. They'll just be like, "Oh, he's just, you know, that's just him." You know? I have a family member like that. Yeah. Yeah, like her son obviously has down syndrome but she never was like yeah my son has downs blah 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 I just met him Mm -hmm. because like she was like oh you want to hang out with my son Mm -hmm. and all this and I'm like okay because he was like he's like my cousin or whatever Mm -hmm. and then I meet him and I'm like but his intellectual level is not at mine so why would we be hanging out you know what I mean right so like you know, so it's like weird that she would be like, 
mm-hmm. hang out with him as if as if we could like have a conversation mm-hmm. like you and me mm-hmm. like she just didn't even mention it like at yeah. all right and then I meet him and I'm like I can't like yeah what am I supposed to do you know what I mean what am I supposed to do like he plays he plays he's like he's like a kid even though he's like my age mm-hmm. or maybe like five years younger he mm-hmm. like plays with toys and stuff like that. Like I don't play with toys. I'm an adult. Right. So even though he's an adult, she didn't even say like, you know, he likes to play with toys. He likes to mm-hmm. do this. He doesn't. Yeah. And yeah, it was just did. so strange because I was like, why didn't you mention this? Right. And you think we're supposed to like hang out? Yeah. It's 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 like. You, she should have just said something. Then I could, then I would have been prepared. Yeah. To go home, to go play with the stuff and. and do, but then I was like, yeah, I would have been prepared to. I mean, I still tried to talk to him, but he didn't really talk to me because. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he just wanted to do, do his thing, which yeah. I did because I was a stranger, and I don't even know him, so how I don't even know how to play with him. You know, so it's just weird, like. Yeah. And that's that's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. Like a lot of black it people. It was still, it was crazy, and it was the first yeah. time I I met her, cause she's like a distant cousin, so I don't really know her like that. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time I met her, and when I tell you, I was just so confused, right, as to why I didn't get any kind of heads up. Yeah, I, she was I, just I, acting like he was um not disabled. Right, that's so what I was like I'm looking saying. at her like. What the hell? She's disabled, yeah. girl. Yes. I'm not at his level. He's not at my level. So what are we what are right. we supposed to do together? I don't know. We can't right. we can't be we're not gonna be friends and hang out like like you and like you like me and Toria. Like mm-hmm. yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. It's like we don't as a community, we probably could be better about that. Like just it blew be- me. I tell you, yeah. I was blown. I was so blown. <laughs> we gotta be more honest about it and more accepting of it. Because honestly, if you don't or something, like she right. doesn't deny about the whole thing. Right. And that and she wouldn't didn't even acknowledge it. Right. And the underlining thing to denial is shame. It's you know, and I hate to say it, but it's true. You know, if you if you're denying a person's identity, him being disabled you must be ashamed or you or embarrassed or whatever the case may be right and so and i think that's an issue in our community um and i think that that's something we have to do better on but i also understand it to a sense because as black people we deal with a lot just being black so i i get the sentiment of like wanting to hide those identities of you being uh, a- I mean I don't get it because we're family so then it's like kind of we- even more weird I understand if you don't yeah. want to tell your co-worker or mm-hmm. maybe your friend yeah. but when it's family then it's like okay what <laughs> yeah and I think it's because it flows it like somehow flows into the family like I think in general we are, we always think about, um, well, we, you know, I don't want my child to be treated this way. So I'm going to try my best to hide this identity, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that flows into like the personal lives and like family and things like that. But the, the ultimate goal could be that they just don't like, it's kind of like a protective measure. It's kind of like that whole idea, that, even though I don't agree with this ideal but like people will say, well, I am hard on my kids and I spank my kids because, you know, in society, they're not going to be nice to them. Oh. Right. And it's like, what is that? Why do you have to bring that into your family? But I think that whole warped idea somehow like flows back into the family and into the inter, what is it? Intrapersonal relationships and things like that. So um it's not like I said I don't agree with it but I'm just saying like I think that that's how a lot of it makes sense to some people it's weird it's so weird because it's like when I'm if I see him I obviously know he has disability 
Yeah. So. Yeah. It just, I think that's it just, just gave me a headache. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just think that that's just something we got to work on as a community, which is why we have this podcast so we can bring more representation and bring more light and to have these, and to have these tough conversations um, about these things. So, um, so yeah, so let's stop erasing these, these identities into, you know, a way, or Lord, <laughs> I had a malfunction in my brain. Let's stop erasing identities from these people, these leaders and people we respect and things like that. Um, and let's, let's talk about them and let's be, let them be that representation. And once, and also, Another layer, I'm sorry, one more thing. I think a lot of times people erase these identities, especially from these powerful leaders and, and activists and things like that, because I think a lot of times in their minds, they think that their story is now, is no longer valid, if that makes sense. Because a lot of times people see disabled folks and see them as weak and see them as not capable of doing big things, right? And so when you hear Harriet Tubman and you hear Audre Lorde and you hear Fannie Lou Hammer and you hear George Washington Carver, like these people did some amazing things in history. Fannie Lou Hammer. Yeah. Oh, her. so a uh, quick history lesson. Fannie Lou Hammer went into the hospital to get something done. I can't remember what it was. It was something small, not even requiring surgery or something, I think. Ooh, let me not mess up that history lesson. Anyway, she went in the hospital. They did a, a hysterectomy on her. It, so she came out with a hysterectomy, and she that's not what she wanted. That is not what they she had. They do that all the time. Yes, they sterilized her, and um, yeah, not okay. Not okay. Oh, so Fannie Lou Hammer had polio as well. Wow. She had polio as a child and she became physically disabled um, due to a severe beating in a Mississippi jail. So that's her disabilities. Yeah. So it's like, Mm. so my opinion, my thought, Toria's thought, is that I think that if people accept that these people had disabilities, that they will feel like their story is less valid. Either let they'll feel like it's less valid or they'll turn them into like inspirational porn type stuff, which we talked about in the previous episode. But it it almost it could either they could either see them as inhuman because superheroes type thing, because that's how black or that's how disabled people are often seen as like these superhuman type people. Um, or like the story is not as, as interesting because when society sees disability as a weakness. So I don't know, that's just my theory. I'm working on it, but, um, maybe they think like it doesn't matter. So why mention, they're like, well, they still did everything. So Mm -hmm. why mention it? Like it doesn't matter or something. It's like, but no, it does. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That may be their weird. Yeah, it could be. Rationale. Is that. Like, oh, yeah. like, who cares? Like, it wasn't right. something that's significant. So mm-hmm. why mention it? Right. But it is very significant, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's, it's very important. Because um, it can change the tra- trajectory of a person's life when they hear that a famous person like Harriet Tubman, who was killing the game, had a disability. <laughs> so, killing the game. Um, yes, yes. So, um, so yeah. To wrap it, uh, wrap this up just nicely. Um, so, like I said, so Emmett Till, he had a disability. He was his life was cut short due to white supremacist violence okay or just yeah white violence okay and his life was seen as a threat was seen as you know all the stereotypes of a black person um mind you just a reminder he was a child 
he was like, I believe. Um, let me do my math. 15? He died in he died in 1955. He was born in 1941. What's the math on that? Whoa. That's 14. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was 14. I said 15. You were good. That's good, girl. That was close. So um, so yeah, he just turned 14 that year. And so, um, but yeah, so just knowing that history of like how as a society, because the criminal justice system also had a part in this and said that these people were not guilty and not accountable for this crime, right? So the country at the time saw black people and children and all these things as threatening and not, you know, no type of innocence or anything like that. And then to know that his disability was also seen as a threat says a lot, you feel me? So um, I wanna leave you with this statistic that um, a lot of people probably don't know, but disabled individuals make up a third to, I hate when they do this. I don't like fractions. So I'm gonna turn that into uh 33 percent yeah they make up 33 percent to 50 percent of all people killed by law enforcement okay wow. yeah so that's a very large population large number um so just think about that and think about how society sees black people and how and when that intersection of disability comes into play and we, and it's like I said, it is important to talk about disability. It's always important to talk about disability. Okay. Um, a lot of people. And another thing. Right. A lot of people feel like it doesn't matter, but it does. It plays a part mm -hmm. in all things. Okay. And mm -hmm. another thing if your okay. child got a disability, don't bring me over there. Oh, false pretenses like we're gonna go to the movies and stuff because we ain't okay. Let me know what's going on so I know how to interact with them and then okay. So she can know how to accommodate. Yeah, so I know how to know what to do. Maybe I would have brought him a toy or something. I didn't even know he liked toys. So I came up in there like, what's up? Oh, I was like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> child, I was taking a bet. And if your child got disability, don't be out here pretend like. They don't, and out in public, like they don't, and all this, and don't want to talk about them, and don't want to take pictures of them, and want to put them in the attic. No, because we're gonna put you in the attic. See how you like that? Hello. So, if you don't want your butt put in the attic, don't put nobody else up in there. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Disabled children deserve humanity and and to be treated with love, and a part of being treated with love is accepting all of them, including their disability and their identity. Okay? So give that to your kids. Do not. Mm -hmm. And don't do be beating them either. Don't be, don't beat them. Don't be beating them because I know y'all got some crazy, crazy parents yeah. out here. Some children be trying to hit you and all this stuff and yeah. bite you. Don't be hitting them children because I'll yeah. call the cops on you. I was gonna say, me and Ramesha are mandatory reporters. So if we ever find out, if I if I saw a scratch <laughs> on one kid's head today, I was like, hold up, <laughs> where'd that come from? It was on the side of her head. I was like, uh, uh, mm, father, where'd this come from? Right, somebody got some explaining to Did do. You run into some, or you made her run into something with your hand. Cause what happened up in that house? Cause she ain't went. We had this yesterday. Mm -hmm. So what's going on? We will. Call Every time them. I see a mark on a kid, I'm like, who did? It? <laughs> That's important. That's what you, you should do that, Renisha. I was like, hold up, cause she, yeah. you know, she'll she'll turn up on you. She'll smack the bet. She'll smack the mess out of you. But that don't mean right. She need to. She need to get hit back. She got a disability, man. Yeah, even, even if they don't, still, yeah, just don't, don't hit kids in general. I mean, so yes, yeah, please don't be putting them in the attic, don't be beating them. Please be, you know, what you call it, be honest about what's going on, yeah, and just have them out like you would have any other child out in the open, mm -hmm. you know, yes, 
don't be like that. So, or I'm gonna get you. Right. And Black Lives Matter, and we send our love to the our survivors of police brutality and the, the people we lost in uh, police brutality. So, um, and yeah. And Carolyn Bryant, if you're ever listening to this podcast because you you old and you accidentally clicked the wrong thing, if you ever hear this episode and hear me speaking right now, you, I hope, I hope you um, choke on a raisin because you know, you like, I, you look like the type that likes raisins. And, and I hope you choke on it. And I hope you, you, um, I hope you are like, have the most uncomfortable stomach ache. I just, I just hope you just not comfortable ever. Okay. You hear me? Because you caused this. You are a hot mess. Okay. I hope, I, I honestly hope you, <laughs> I honestly hope you live until you 135. And, and here's why, because I want you to be, I want you to go to bed every single night and I want, the spirit of Emmett Till to haunt you every single night until you're 135. You know what I mean? You're going to probably wish that you saw the Lord, but guess what? And I don't speak for the Lord, but I don't think you're going to meet him. Okay. You ain't going, you and your raggedy husband are going to hell. Okay. (laughs) And I don't like to say that about people because, you know, I'm not God. So, but you you gonna answer to the Lord? I know that when you do meet him, oh. you're gonna be like, "Oh Lord, I you know I tried to ask for forgiveness. Can I get it to heaven?" And the Lord's probably gonna be like, "I don't know, girl. I mean, you did basically cause somebody to die." He gonna pull the lever on you. Pull the lever, Carl. Right. So, it's you. So that was just my little going off thing. So you want to know something funny? This is a side note. Mm-hmm. Uh, one morning at work, I misplaced um, my box of materials that I need. Um, and I thought somebody took them and threw them away or something. And I said, whoever did that, I hope they get a bad stomach ache. <laughs> and you just said it. So I just thought that means we're sisters or something. I know. Was, <laughs> what was so funny is that it ended up being in a random locker and it was, I told the manager and she opened up one of the random lockers and found it. I was like, who put it there? Oh. I didn't put it there. So, but it's my fault because I should have put it where it belongs. So um, that was my bad. But I definitely said, I hope they get a stomachache wherever they did that. <laughs> that was before she found it. I was like, oh, it's just right there. So. Oh. <laughs> I actually don't hope they get a. They probably were just trying to clean up and just put it, yeah. you know, put it in a right. Probably. <laughs> I really thought somebody was like, "Ooh, you new hire? I'm gonna sabotage your life. <laughs> you're not gonna come. You're not gonna work in this town anymore. You don't have <laughs> your stuff. Deal with it. What target? You're not gonna run no targets. You have nothing. <laughs> so, but you know, it was found, and I was like, yeah. you know what, God, I take. Yeah, they have a swift bowel movement. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Lord, I was just playing. I'm sorry. I, didn't I was that. just playing, but we ain't playing about white lady Carolyn. Right. No, we we mean that for real. I hope you have diarrhea for the rest of your days. Okay. Yeah. So. Dehydration on fleek. Right. Because you raggedy. I hope you never get satisfied with water. What's the word? <laughs> Hydrated. There we go. I hope you never get hydrated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone's so long satisfied with water. What? Right. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you get dehydrated, you wrinkly ass. <laughs> no hairline having. <laughs> Bow legged. I hope your kneecap fall off. <laughs> I'll be on your kneecap buckle every time you walk, bitch. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Have you seen Beetlejuice, Renisha? I refuse to watch that. I, um, I only watch holy things. Thank you. Oh, fair. Okay. I don't like well, anything remotely scary or weird or looking okay. like the devil. No. That's fair. 
Well, there's a scene in Beetlejuice. If you're a listener, you probably know what I'm talking about. And if you've seen Beetlejuice. But um, this lady, uh, Gina Davis character, she turns into like a skeleton and just everything just falls off and like hits Oh, like in Lovecraft? Uh, kind of, yes. But it was, this was more in a humorous way, but yeah. <laughs> but like okay. she turns into a skeleton and then like everything just falls off. I imagine that's how Carolyn Bryant is. Like just her arm just falls off. And, yeah, and when you, you, know, you don't need it. Yeah. When you said her kneecap, I hope your kneecap falls. <laughs> and i hope your knees buckle every time you walk so you can never walk straight bam i hope i just hope that your (laughs) now it's roasting her for 10 minutes (laughs) (laughs) i hope that you You gonna get this read right i hope that you never find another another pair of underwear ever in life you just don't have to wear the same ones <laughs> i hope every time you find you find look for some socks you never find a matching pair you just always it's, got these match socks so you can never mm-hmm. find what go with what i know mm-hmm. i hope you run out of dish soap tonight and then you can't even wash your dishes and then your house is gonna stink period mm-hmm. period well, that's, that concludes <laughs> our episode. I could go, I could go home, but you know, I don't give her too much. She's going to hell anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. so we <laughs> follow us on everything. Mm-hmm. Follow on us. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor. Oh. Yeah. All wow. music, but yeah, it's close enough. <laughs> Apple Music? Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. Man, this is why I don't say this part. <laughs> you were I good. See, mm, if, this was a grade, Anyways, if this was a grade, you would have got like a 95. Thank so. you for my social reinforcement. Yes. Thank you. I need it often. Yes. So, you know what I meant, damn it. Follow us on that. Yes, follow us. And... Send me um, positive vibes for my upcoming trip. Yeah. And positive vibes to do my homework. Yes. And do my training and all that. Just give me good energy so I can keep going and not break down. Don't break down. Okay. Well, that's my cue (laughs) to go. That's my time. It's not uh, time to break. Tori, face all in the camera for what? Yeah. I don't know why. Before we end this, go listen to Keem and Kendrick Lamar. Uh, we ties. we are their publicists, so yes, we are their publicists. Um, they pay us to tell y'all this, so I wish. Um, so nobody yeah. pays us. Side note: If you want to donate, you can donate to them. No, just a little pod because nobody. And we should probably get a cash app too because everybody has cash app. So I'll probably do that. Yeah. Too. Yeah. We should, probably- we should probably switch. But, anyways, yeah. I'm, I digress. Thank you for <laughs> listening. Mm-hmm. I'm hashtag sleepy. And yeah, bye. Same. Bye. Until next time. Bye.